Rex, how, how important can the first preseason game be just to let the starters kind of get the cobwebs out and get used to the flow of things? Yeah, I think, I think the expectation for them is to have clear communication in the huddle, substitutions in and out, being really crisp at the line of scrimmage. Um, you want to see just clean operation that everybody understands the excitement. It's not some exotic game plan with a lot going on. It's core stuff that these guys know really well. So we, we anticipate uh, them being clean with their operation and execution. And that, that's really what you want to see. You want to have a good feel for um, just their confidence, get them kind of back into being in a huddle. Something's on the line more so than practice, you know. Um, so that's, that's really what you're looking for from the ones early on. You talked about Ridley a lot. Do you feel like you now have a, a feel for everything he brings? And if so, does that expand what you can do? Uh, yeah, you know, we spent a lot of time kind of investigating into what he'd done, what his skill set, what we thought his skill set was. Now, as you get him on the grass with us and, and, you know, ask him to do certain things and see it, yeah, I think your your opinion or your knowledge of his skill set grows a little more. So it's always about trying to tailor everything we do to what fits him well within the scheme that matches Trevor. You know, kind of building that whole plan. So I definitely think our knowledge of his skill set has grown from the time we got him to, you know, what we think we can do with him early on. And I think that's that's an ever-going process. And that's kind of what happened with our guys last year of, you know, through the middle of the year, we really honed in on who does what really well, what does Trevor see really well, and how do we build this thing together. Were there exciting moments when you figured out, wow, we can do X, or we can do Y? With Calvin, yeah. you mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I think just seeing it in person and feeling the power that he comes off the ball with and how much it scares people, you know, DBs from us standing there in routes on air 20 yards away from him running right at you. I can get where that would be a terrifying feeling if you're a defensive back and you got to cover the deep third. Um, so I think just getting to see that, feel that from him, and then – you know, the ideas are kind of flowing through your mind at that point of what you could do with this guy. Um, it seems like Jacob Harris makes one pretty good catch each practice. Uh, Elijah Cooks went up and made a good one yesterday. Uh, you guys already have had Kendrick Pryor and Tim Jones kind of in the program. So uh, is is the – I would hesitate to call it the bottom half, but is this the second half of the wide receiver room, is that going to be really difficult – uh, some really difficult decisions coming coming up for you guys. It certainly seems like it. And then you're you're hoping that there becomes some separation through these games when, you know, again, they don't get to see the script going on in the practice field and know it and, you know, playing against guys that have seen them run this route 25 times. You know, you get an opportunity to see who's really going to make plays when the bullets are live, if you will. Um, so I, it's, a, it's an exciting group. You guys have done a great job through this training camp through spring. And, you know, now that the lights are on, you get to get a chance to see who can carry that over to a game and make plays. The special teams plays, for example, uh, when they were practicing the other day on punts inside the uh, 10, and Kendrick and Tim both made – I think they both had a stop on the one, yep. down it on one and everything. Is, is that going to be something in their favor as far as that veteran presence on the special teams for them? Absolutely. I mean, that's – again, if, if our roster stays healthy – like we're hoping they do, uh, you know, the, the top half of the roster, the receiver room at least, is pretty set in stone. Um, so you want to see kind of who can contribute on game day, who gets the jersey on Sundays. And, and a lot of times that comes down to, you know, if our fifth receiver's playing seven snaps on offense, well, Heath could use them for 25 snaps on special teams, then that's the more valuable position in that role. So the guy that makes plays on special teams is going to have a huge impact on whether that person gets a jersey on Sundays or not. 
guy like Garrett Prince, who's made a lot of plays out on the practice field so far through camp, how important is it for him to carry that over into the preseason? Yeah, you just want to see that their, their anxiety doesn't rise just because, again, there's something there's a scoreboard now, and we're playing against a new opponent. Um, so it's never going to replicate the regular season uh, or the playoffs, obviously. You know, everything gets amped up as it goes. Um, but from what we've seen from, from Garrett, you just want to see that carry over. And last year I thought he had a good preseason. And that kind of raised some eyebrows for us of just, all right, this guy can continue to do it. Had a good uh, year on the practice squad for us making plays. So our expectation of him is that he can perform at this level. Now you want to go see it against a new defense, like I said, and just see it continue to carry over and continue to grow as he moves closer to the season. Some of the players talked about Trevor too, about he needs to start fast, the offense needs to start fast. So if that first group doesn't go down and score right away, is that a concern? Or is it more about the, uh, like you said, the being crisp and getting out of home, not having all those other mistakes? Yeah, you certainly, again, it's core stuff. So we expect them to know it well and inside and out. And you're really evaluating the operation. You want the operation to be smooth. Now we anticipate if the operation's smooth with the guys we have that we're able to move the football. Whether that results in a touchdown or not, you know, obviously you're hoping it does. Um, and that's the biggest part of it, but the, I would say the operation is the number one thing you're evaluating. You want them to have success, and, and we'll continue to kind of push them through that as we go and see where the game takes us, at least early on, for those guys. Have you seen in any indications in practice that that is happening, that you get a good feel that they will be able to start faster in games, Trevor in particular, too? Um, you know, we try to create that. Yeah. We try to create that, but there's certain times where, you know, there's certain days, depending on what the day is in training camp, that we start and it's third down day, and we had – I mean, there was a couple of days we started training camp early. There were 54 third downs throughout the day. That was it. So it's hard as an offense to, all right, first snap, it's third and eight, let's go, to, to get a day started like that. But then I think Coach has done a good job of building days where it was, first and second down to start a day, and let's get the offense rolling early. And, you know, we'll kind of bring up the huddle and talk about, hey, this is the start of a game. This is play one, let's get going. And we've started fast from that element. So it's, it's tougher to create. Uh, than that game day environment, especially in a training camp environment where you're controlling every period and situation. Um, but we've we've done a pretty good job of understanding this was an area we needed to focus on, trying to create that best we can in a practice environment. How much did you identify in the offseason the need to improve in short yard situations? And how much of a target was Tank during the draft process versus now how much he might actually be used in those opportunities? Yeah, that, that's something, too, in the preseason you want to evaluate. And you can't – you don't know how many of the situa situations are going to come up. How many third and ones are we going to get or fourth and one or, you know, first and goal at the one are we going to get in a preseason in setting? And that was a big part of the live practice we had the other day was trying to create these, these manufactured situations where we can see – the guys that we want to see in these situations, how they perform. So that that's a big part of it. That was a big part of our off-season study and focus and developing of this offense was, you know, we were somewhere 18 to 25th or something in the league in short yardage production, which is not good enough. Um, and our guys understand that. And part of that, we go through as coaching staff, what's our philosophy? What are we scheming right here? What are we calling right here? Why are we doing it? Is it the best case scenario? And then looking at our personnel, how do we, what do we run best as an offense? How, what do, how do we manipulate? And then do we have the personnel for it? And that's kind of a big part of it. So targeting a, a back that brought a physical element to, in addition to Travis and Hasty and the guys we have uh, was certainly a, a thought process. And Tank has kind of shown that so far. Doug said yesterday he doesn't want to go so far as to say it's going to be, you know, like a 60-40, 70-30 that Tank has to earn it. Um, what would you say? I mean, obviously I'm sure it's situational, but from what he has shown so far, what has he earned? 
You're talking about just in general or short yardage situations? Uh, in general. Just in general? Yeah. I mean, the biggest – yeah, I, we've always just kind of been the guy that's making plays will get carries, you know, and, and that's going to start with Travis first and foremost. Um, and then you'll just see a number of guys continue to get opportunities behind that. But it's a lot of times the flow of the game, the health of the player. Um, you ride the hot hand. That's something we've definitely not been opposed to at any point in time. Um, so – Whoever can contribute to winning is who's going to get the opportunities is kind of the biggest way I'd say that. Whether that's 50-50, 60-40, 70-30, I think that's really a case-by-case, game-by-game basis. When you look at building out the offensive line group on the roster, those back-end guys, like the versatility to play a bunch of spots is so important. Yep. How do you balance getting them game reps at maybe their primary position and some of the other spots that they're also yep. trying to show their versatility at? That's certainly a big thing. You know, a guy that's been a career tackle that – can moonlight as a guard or whatever, you want to give him the best opportunity to make the team and his best opportunity, whatever that looks like. Is it at tackle? Well, we don't want to pigeonhole that player as as we get into it either. Like he's only a tackle and if he doesn't make the roster to tackle, he can't make it. So we kind of explained to them early on, Coach Roster does a great job of, you know, your availability for this team is going to hinge on you being able to play multiple positions. So it's to your benefit that you learn how to play left guard, right guard, just as well as you do tackle just of where you are in competition with the roster spots. Now, ideally you make the roster, you're their starting right tackle for the next 15 years for the Jags. That's kind of how it goes, but you got to earn those opportunities. And sometimes you earn those opportunities playing out of position, if you will, uh, to continue to get traction, I guess. So like late in the game, how do you decide if you want to kind of shuffle some guys around and, and get the look at them in their in those spots. Does yeah. that make sense? I yeah, mean, that's certainly something we spend time as an offense staff. We sit there and say, all right, we want to see, you know, Cole Van Landen play guard. Okay, how are we going to create these opportunities? What do we want to see when he does play guard? Do we want to run some pin and pull schemes? Do we want to, you know, leave him one on one in pass protection to get an evaluation? Because this is really the first time you're playing somebody else, and there's something on the line. You get a real chance to evaluate um, how they play when the lights are on. And so that, that's a big part of it. We try to create those situations. In our mind, pregame, we try to create how we envision this thing going. And then within the flow of the game, there's times where, you know, maybe you only have six available linemen and so-and-so has to play left tackle, so-and-so has to play right guard, whatever that is, just to kind of get you through the game, I guess. And, and other assistant coaches, those guys that are fighting for those spots, do you guys have favorites? Like the guy that you know, you're really rooting for. You don't want to admit it to anybody, but you got that guy in your mind. Uh, like, I would I bet you every everybody probably does in some way, shape, or form, but nobody would admit that. And ultimately, I can promise you the entire staff, all we want to do is win. We want the best guys that give us the best chance to win. Um, so you, you try to put any of that aside if you have a certain affinity for a certain player, whatever that is. Does he give us the best opportunity to win on Sunday? Because that that's our obligation as a staff to this organization is to do everything we can to put the best possible winning combination of players out on the field. And however that works out is how it works out. But we, we do our best to eliminate the personal side of this thing just to make the best business decision. But <laughs> there's probably one in most. Do you have a favorite child? Uh, I don't like either one of my kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. I would bet my wife and I have this conversation all the time. We try. We, I won't admit it, but yes, I have one. And that's it. You don't ask. You don't put a name on it, but. In each day, for me, myself, my, my kids, my opinion changes every day, depending on who wakes up and how they wake up. So, yeah. But. All right. Appreciate yeah. it, guys.